All right, what's up, Podsports listeners? We are back. But unfortunately, I'm going to be by myself. And bad news is I might be, I'm probably be on my own for the next couple of weeks. I want to give a shout out, Compomani. Remember, this uh, episode is sponsored to you by our friends of OCMG, back Compa Juancho in the, in the background, and the cameras, and also our friends of Stay Beautiful Chicago. Remember, this is Hot Sports Podcast, and this is Hot Sports Podcast. All right, what's up, guys? We are back. We are actually uh, week uh, episode 18, actually. We did 17 on the Facebook Live. Uh, uh, Juancho was on a vacation in Colombia. I know he had a good time in Colombia. Hopefully, uh, hopefully one day we could all go to Colombia as, tr- as the boys' trips, and you know we could probably vlog it. Maybe, maybe an episode out there. Maybe a couple episodes with some special guests. But uh, yeah. Uh, we did uh, week 17, uh, episode 17, week one on the Facebook Live. We did it, me and Manny. It was a quick, I don't know, I think it was about 25, 30 minutes long. It's not much. If you guys want to check out the week one results, we broke down each uh, each game from the 12 o'clock, 3 o'clock, and obviously the Sunday Night Football. So we're going to be doing this um, all NFL season long. We're going to be breaking down all the games. Uh, we're going to talk about uh, any special players that, you know, that did a, f- a marvelous job. We kind of, we're also going to talk about players that also did bad on the, on the, on the game day. And uh, we're also going to switch it up. Uh, we might, we're going to try our best to release all these episodes by like Wednesday or Thursday. That way you can like, that way, you know, once Monday... Once Monday we do the we drop we talk about the the results of the previous week. We'll try to drop it. Well, we're gonna try our best to do that. And also, if you want to, guys want to check us out on Facebook, uh, I also I personally me uh, me personally I do more of the work on Facebook. I'm over here giving the updates of players that are out. You know any any people that are out there that are that play, love to play fantasy football. You know, we also I'll give out like any injury reports, any players that are gonna be out for the for Sunday. You know, also for Thursday, you guys gotta there's all because we have football Thursday, Sunday, and Mondays. And obviously, there's a double header today. We got the Browns and the Steelers, and we got Carolina and the Saints going at it live right now. But yeah, I try to do my best, especially on the Facebook, Instagram. Also, I've been been uh, more active on the Instagram. Um, you know, just like overall, I said, I'm just gonna give out player updates, some some highlights of the of whatever's going on uh, during the week, Monday through Friday, Sundays, Sundays. Check out the Insta, uh, Instagram and Facebook uh, posts around from 12 to like I would say like 10. I'm gonna be blowing up like everybody's Instagram stories and updates and whatever's going on, final scores and all that. But it's pretty fun. Cause I, it's funny because um, I have a little like funny pun to each game, so you know, watch out for those funny puns, any funny uh, funny captions I put. You know, that's I don't know how I get these funny like 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 funny comments or whatever funny titles to each game, but it's pretty fun. It's I I have a big imagination, and yeah, I mean, 
I mean, I'm just using my brain to its best. And right now, it's football season, baby. We are in week two football. Uh, we're gonna start in chronic, and we're gonna start in order. But we're gonna do the Bears and the Packers games first, and then we'll go on through the rest of the NFL season, rest of the NFL games that happened yesterday. So, uh, Packers Falcons yesterday. Uh, obviously, the Packers lost 25-24. Um, the Packers had a good start in the beginning. Jordan Love is him. So, any Bears fans that were talking shit to me all all summer long, like Jordan Love this, Jordan Love that. Well, we proved it to you guys week one, and I was there week one at Soldier Field, which was a pretty good, uh, it was a marvelous experience. I've never been to Soldier Field. I got to see Jordan Love, his first uh, NFL, his technically his first NFL career start as a starter. Not without Rodgers no more. Uh, Rodgers been there for 15 years. But yeah, um, fortunately we lost 25-24. It was actually a pretty good game. Um, I was, uh, during the 12 o'clock games, um, I usually, uh, there's this, uh, I stream all uh, these games. It's called, I, I stream it on NFL Red Zone. Uh, if anyone wants the link uh, to, the, to where I watch all my games at on Sundays. And occasionally, like, I watch a couple games on baseball, a couple UFC. If anyone wants the link to that, uh, to the stream so you can watch all the games, whatever games you want. I believe in that stream, they have, like, baseball. They have uh, basketball when basketball season starts. I don't know if hockey. I don't. I'm not a really big hockey guy, but I believe hockey's in there. Uh, soccer, there's no soccer, which unfortunately what sucks. So I usually just like you know try to watch, or just keep on. Uh, I watch it on ESPN, or you know if if it's on TV, I'll just catch the game or anything. But yeah, if anyone wants to link to that uh, to that stream, just uh, just send me a quick message I'm like, hey, do you know the stream? I'm like, I got you. Uh, just watch out for those viruses, cause you know I've. I ran one time I went into some XXX videos and you know I got a virus. I thought I was gonna get a free iPhone, but unfortunately my iPhone got hacked. That was a couple years ago and I learned my lesson. So back to the game, Packers Falcons, uh, Jordan Love. He had 151 yards, three touchdowns. Uh, I would say he did a pretty he did a pretty good job. He's doing a pretty good job as a starter. Um, like I said, the Packers had a good amount of lead. They were up 24. They were up uh, about 24-12 at one point, and the defense just like was just could just couldn't bear on with the Falcons' offense. B. John Robinson, B. John Robinson is a rookie that can that's his obviously it's, it's a, he's a rookie. He had 124 yards, which the Packers have always have history of. Uh, they can't stop the run. They just cannot stop the run. It's uh, I don't know if it's the players or it's the defensive coordinator, but. You know, it's getting pretty bad that the running off the running, the running game for the opposite team is just pounding the rock over and over and over. And actually, uh, I've already seen like Instagram posts and Facebook posts, and I you know fire uh, Joe Barry already because he's the one that he, sh he should have been fired about two years ago. And, but obviously, like right now, the Packers are in a you know they're in a rebuild mode. Obviously, with Jordan Love uh, coming in replacing Rodgers you know he also said he's not trying to replace Aaron Rodgers he's just trying to be him but obviously all the media attention is on him for this whole season especially but um, overall I believe the Packers are doing are actually proving the haters wrong right now but it, uh, like I said the defense choked it at the end I mean at the end of the day uh, 
Jordan Love, he's not at that position to, um, he's not at the position, well, he's not at the, that time yet. It's not the position, like, how can I say it? Like, uh, Jordan Love's not ready to be, like, in the one-minute mark in the fourth quarter. He's got to bring the ball down and, you know, save the, save the Packers, just like how Rodgers was doing throughout those years. You know, when the, when the defense was lacking, you know, he had to carry that weight. And, you know, obviously the Packers don't want to do that to Love because now they're going to be relying on Jordan Love all the time. I mean, overall, it was a pretty good game. Um, I got pretty pissed off. And, like, we had a big lead, and then we lost it at the end. Uh, shout out to Yonghong Koo. He's actually, uh, that's actually a real name. That's, it's, uh, he's an Asian uh, kicker for the Atlanta Falcons. He had four field goals. Obviously, those four field goals turned into 12 points. And those 12 points really cost us at the end because, you know, we lost. We lost by one point. And then quick fact, uh, Desmond Ritter, the quarterback from the Atlanta Falcons, he is actually undefeated at home in his college and NFL career. He's 26-0 in college, only at home, though. And he's, and he's currently 4-0 um, in, in his NFL career. So any, uh, any people that want to, like, bet next time the Falcons are at home, well, there you go. Maybe the Falcons will pull it off, and Desmond Ritter will still be undefeated at home. But, uh, yeah, I, I mean, next week, Packers got the Saints. Um, first Packers home game. You know, obviously at, at the end, when I'm done with the reviewing all the week two um, um, highlights, I'm, we're gonna, I'm gonna do a little brief predictions about week three, but overall, we should be good. I mean, we're one and one. Uh, I actually expected two and oh. We would have been really proving the haters, but you know, it's just week two. We still got a whole, we got to till end of January to like, to catch up those games. But shout out Falcons, they are actually 2-0 and in the NFC South. And then, and then we're going to talk about a little bit about the Bears. I know I wrote a couple notes. Um, yeah, Justin Fields is not him. Justin Fields is not him. Sorry, Bears fans. I'm not really trying to talk mad, talk like mad shit about Justin Fields or the Bears, but it's just Justin Fields is not him. And I've been knowing because... The Bears quarterbacks are just recycled. Every two, three years, they change quarterbacks. If not, if it's not quarterbacks, it's the coaches, not the coaches, it's the coordinators. You know, it's just a big recycling. It's just a repeat over and over and over. Uh, Bears lost, uh, actually, and it was pretty tough. It was, uh, it was an ugly. It was at first, it looked good. The Justin Fields did look good in the first quarter quarter and a half going to second quarter but after halftime that's just when the offense just could not do anything their play they're over here throwing screen passes you know the the Bucks defense was uh figuring out their plays you know stuff like that it's just it was just, the Bears right now are, are in a complete mess um there's been a lot of fans out there that want Justin Fields out or they're going to try and tank to get uh, Caleb Williams uh one of the college quarterbacks of USC I mean I don't know I mean uh, I mean you can't really like I mean it is Justin Fields third year in his in his career when like you should expect you know for him to throw like you know deep bombs and like he really can't he'll throw you a deep bomb here and there but it's not really like uh, he won't he won't do it constantly so that that's the problem about Justin Fields he just won't just l like l let it rip 
it's hurting them actually because um the bears are in a 12 game losing streak since october last october since i believe they had the, the last win was a monday night football game uh it was the bears and patriots i remember that game it's so it's it's so cool how i remember some of these games but it's it's actually funny because i don't remember some important dates like birthdays of friends and shit like that but i can remember each game and what day it actually happened there's actually but it's a that's actually something interesting about me but yeah the bears are on a 12 game losing streak since october possibly a 13 game losing streak by next week because you know the bears got to go to kansas city uh week three uh bears might be looking at zero and three I mean, overall, Justin Fields had a he had an okay game. He had a he had 211 yards, one touchdown, two interceptions. Uh, he threw a pick six at the end of the at the at the in the fourth quarter. You know, when they just, when they wanted to drive in, but you know, if you can't really like you can't win those type of games if you're over here throwing interceptions, especially pick sixes. That's actually his second pick six in a row that he throws. The first one was the the pick six he threw to Quay Walker in week one. I saw that live. And then yesterday he threw that to the Buccaneers right there at the five-yard line. Um, but make Baker Mayfield, holy crap. I did not really expect Baker Mayfield to go off like that, especially it's only week two. But, you know, everybody was doubting the Buccaneers. You know, Tom Brady was there. You know, you know how the Bucs going to do. I mean, overall, the, the Buccaneers offense, well, the Buc overall, the Buccaneers team, was uh it, 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 everybody stayed when obviously Tom Brady left you know a couple of players left you know this and that you know a lot of players were falling just Tom Brady but I mean overall the de the offense looks good defense looks good too I mean Mike Evans he had 171 yards and one touchdown that's 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 some good that's some good stats from Mike Evans especially uh, he's actually going to his I believe his ninth or tenth uh, career, uh, his ninth or tenth career year, and he's always been put up over a thousand yards. So you know maybe he will get another thousand yards this season. But uh, the uh, another quick fun fact about the Bears: Justin Fields, he has a career of five and twenty-two, possibly going to five and twenty-three. So that's five wins as his as a as a Chicago Bear, and he has about 22, 23 losses coming up, which is not pretty good, especially for Bears fans. You know, I'm not a Bears fan. I don't really know how to feel about that, but maybe eventually I will once Jordan Love starts, you know, losing like that. But, but like I said, we're fine. We're, we've, had, we've only had three starting quarterbacks in the past 30 years. The Bears have had... Uh, I lost count. I, I lost count after 13 quarterbacks. So there you have it with the Bears. I really don't got much to say. I think um, I think just Chicago should just I don't know. They should just go. They should go. They should go to Nashville just like the just like the Chicago White Sox. Just get out of the city because I know the I know the fans are getting pretty disappointed about Justin Fields. All right. So after we do our Bears Packers. Um, talks. We're gonna talk about each game now. So twelve o'clock, twelve o'clock games. We're gonna start off with the Raiders and Bills. Um, just overall dominance from the Bills, Buffalo Bills. 
the Buffalo Bills. They were breaking tables over there in Buffalo. The final score was 38 to 10. Jimmy G had 185 yards, one touchdown, one interception. Uh, like I said, he the only touchdown that was there for the Raiders was a Devontae Adams catch. Over and then after that, just the Raiders were just complete shit. And then that's when the Bills, I believe, with that Bills uh, uh, week one against the Jets in Monday Night Football, when they got um, when they went to overtime and Josh Allen just had enough of those overtime losses. I had a I had a feeling like the Bills when they were down seven zero to the Raiders, they probably all talked to themselves in the silence like, are we seriously losing to the Raiders at our own home? So they just came in and just like dominated the Raiders, which was a must-need win. I, I would say at least for confidence for the Bills fans and especially the Buffalo Bills organization that they're like, yeah, we cannot be losing to the Raiders 7-0. So they turn on the Jets. They uh, put up 38 after that, and they, look, they, look, they just went into, into the win. Josh Allen, he had a better better game other than last week he had 274 yards and three touchdowns uh the one disappointing uh player in that in that game was josh jacobs the running back he was actually the nfl's uh rushing leader and he had a bad game he had negative two yards and i think he's probably the first guy in history to win the nfl's rushing leader and then just throw like a complete shit game and just have negative two yards but like i said the raiders they didn't they just came in take came in and scored that touchdown and that's all they wrote that the raiders couldn't do anything but then Devontae adams he actually left with a concussion uh he was the only one who caught the touchdown but overall bill's dominance i mean bills really needed that win to build their confidence other than that, I think the Bills should be okay. The Bills should be okay throughout the whole season. But, like I said, they are Super Bowl favorites. They're favorites to win the Super Bowl. But, you know, they got to go through uh, Kansas City and, and Patrick Mahomes. And also the Ravens and the Bengals. They look pretty scary. But, talking about the Ravens and Bengals, we'll go on with them. Uh, Ravens and Bengals. Final score was 27-24. Our... Uh, Pretty disappointing about the Bengals. This is the this se second consecutive year that they start 0-2. And then for some reason, they start 0-2 and, and they just like turn on the Jets and start winning, go on a big winning streak. I believe last year they went 0-2 also. And then they went on a 14-game winning streak or 13-game winning streak. And then they just they went on to the AFC I believe championship last year. And then, you know, they lost. They lost to Patrick Mahomes. But, I mean, overall, uh, the Ravens were actually dominating this game in uh, the first half, and then the Bengals just started started to catch up on them, and then, you know, they couldn't get the win. Uh, Jamar Chase was, was nowhere, to, nowhere to be found. Uh, Joe Burrow, he only had, like, maybe, like, 68 yards in the first quarter or first half, I believe, and then they turned on the Jets' second half. Uh, Lamar Jackson, he had he was looking pretty good. He was actually throwing some deep balls to OBJ and Zay Flowers. Mark Andrews was back also. He had over 237 yards, two touchdowns. And then Joe Ice, Joe uh, Joe Burrow actually had 222 yards, two touchdowns, but he had a pick. But uh, yeah, um, the Ravens were a better overall team. 
like I said, like they they got Mark Andrews back. Say Flowers, the rookie, he's actually looking pretty nice. Uh, unfortunately, OBJ he left. I believe it was an ankle sprain. I believe uh, that I read uh, this morning, but. I'm not really surprised about Odell because he's very injury prone and the amount of money that they paid for him just this season, just it was a one year contract, I believe it was about seven to ten million dollars. Which is like, you know, he basically robbed the the damn Baltimore Ravens on that. But and but also, uh just a shocker, uh Justin Tucker missed a fifty, I believe it was a fifty six yard field goal. He usually makes those like, you know, like easy, like like easy as pie, but he missed it. Some people were saying he's getting too old. You know, is he losing his groove? You know, but uh, maybe you never know. Maybe he's getting too old. But that you know, that's the Baltimore Ravens' uh, overall kicker. Oh, let me move this right here. The, light, the lights bothering bothering me, so I can't read the notes. So then we're going on with the Chiefs and the Jags. It's actually uh, that was an ugly score. Uh, it was 17-9. Overall, uh, they had both teams' defenses were, were you know, just going at it. There were there was uh, interceptions. There was uh, a couple fumbles that were out there. But then, also Travis Kelsey was back. He actually um, actually hurt his knee on training camp two days before Week One, the Week One Thursday night uh, home home opener to start off the NFL season. Uh, he he got back. He got a touchdown. And uh, also Chris Jones, uh, the defensive tackle for the Chiefs, he's actually back because he actually um, he was actually trying to hold on for the rest of the season until you know he wanted to get paid. And obviously you got to pay the man if he's doing doing the work. You know he's he's one of the best defensive uh, tackles out there in the NFL, so you know he deserves to get paid. I mean, if you if you want to keep a caliber person like a caliber player like that, you know you got to pay the man. You gotta pay the man, but uh, yeah, overall, overall, the, that was an ugly game. Uh, Patrick Mahomes had 305 yards, two touchdowns, one interception. Trevor Lawrence had 216 yards, and but no touchdowns. Obviously, it was just a field goal game for the Jags. We are not jagging off with the Jaguars this weekend, so no jagging off this week with the Jags. And then uh, Christian Kirk, he had 110 yards, but like I said, the Jag, the Jaguars couldn't get anything going on offense. They couldn't, once they were at the red zone, obviously the Chiefs were stopping them at the red zone. And yeah, I mean, I personally had the Jaguars because I felt like, you know, it was the revenge uh, AFC divisional game from last year when the, when the Jags were like, you know, trying to like uh, make it a battle against the Chiefs. But at the end of the day, the Chiefs just, the Chiefs just, uh, tore them apart in the uh, last year in the fourth quarter and also uh i know we you know we try to keep it as sports talk and everything but i just gotta talk about it you know travis kelsey and you know the rumors about travis kelsey and taylor swift that supposedly they're quietly dating i don't know what quietly dating is if the whole world knows now so i don't think it's quietly but um, i actually listened to their podcast uh with his brother jason kelsey if you guys want to check that out you know that's they usually drop their episodes on wednesdays uh, i forgot i think it was called gritty and heights i believe i'm not really sure what's the name of uh the kelsey's brothers podcast but he had actually um 
I believe Taylor Swift went to um, a concert in Kansas City and supposedly Travis Kelsey was there. He said he had made her a bracelet, but the bracelet had, had his number on it and he tried to give it to her. From what he said that um, he tried giving it to her, but Taylor Swift wasn't really like, you know, uh, going for it. Or I guess she was like, I guess she's too, she's, I guess she couldn't like, she couldn't talk to him. I guess she saves her voice uh, for the next concert that, because she's on a road trip right now all over America. I mean, my boy shoot a shot and he hit that. He hit that. So supposedly they're quietly dating. We don't really know. It's funny because now all the, you know, ESPN, all the Good Morning America shows, you know, that's, that's the topic right now. Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift. But honestly, I cannot wait. I know I don't, every time I see a couple, I wish them the best, but not this couple because I want to see what Taylor Swift songs for her next album, maybe, maybe about, what is it about breakups, about romance. You know, this Taylor Swift album is going to be good. Oh, it's actually New Heights. Jason and Travis Kelsey, New Heights. So you guys want to check that out on Apple Podcasts? That's one of the that's one of the few podcasts I hear uh, during the week. This is mostly where I get my gambling um, tips and also you know you know talk about football. You know just you know I, uh, during my work during work I usually just put on my headphones, start listening to the podcast. You know that's also and also they were the ones that you know kind of you know motivated me to do this. So thanks to them. Now I'm giving it to you guys. Hopefully, hopefully one day we can be at those top levels uh, with with the gang, with Manny and Juancho. Hopefully, in a couple years, we'll be up there. Ye. But uh, yeah, um, Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift. Hopefully, um, hopefully the the Swifties. I hear um, I hear the Swift Taylor Swift fans are pretty uh, ruthless. To pretty, they're pretty rough out there. So you know. Uh, Actually, Travis Kelsey is representing the boys out there in the, in, in the NFL. So if you're hearing this, Travis, don't, don't break that girl's heart. Don't break her heart. You know, hold that door for her all the time. You know, make sure that you're walking on the street. On the, you know, on the sidewalk, you got to be standing on the street side. She's got to be on this side. So. so treat her right, Travis. You're representing the boys in the, in the NFL. But let's get on with uh, Chargers Titans. That was a that was a pretty interesting game. Uh, it was 27-24, but they went to overtime. Uh, actually, I'm pretty disappointed about the Chargers. This is like the second. This is like uh, oh, actually, a quick uh, fun fact. This is actually they have lost five games when leading more than ten points. The mo- and then obviously the most famous one was when the Jags, the Jags and Chargers game, and. In the wild card game, when uh, the the Chargers were up, I believe twenty to zero at one point, and then they lost the lead, and you know, Chargers lost. Uh, a couple highlights, uh, player highlights from that game: Ryan Tannehill, he had two hundred forty six yards, one touchdown. King Henry, he had eighty yards, one touchdown. You know, solid performance from Derrick Henry. And it's actually funny because you know how this this just this past weekend was. La, la Dia, de la, la, Dia de, la, uh, de la Bandera for Mexico. So King uh, Derrick Henry, uh, you know, they always, each week uh, these NFL players always have, like, you know, nice fits, you know, or weird fits sometimes. There's some weird ones that have been walking in. But uh, Derrick Henry, shout out Derrick Henry. He actually, um, he actually dressed up as a mariachi. 
it was actually pretty cool. Um, I, I believe I shared that on Facebook or on Instagram, where they were where where uh, Derrick Henry dressed up as a mariachi. He looked actually pretty good for a for a for a Moreno. He he he. I don't know where he found that mariachi that mariachi suit, but you know, shout out Derrick Henry. He's over here representing the Mexicans uh, this weekend. But yeah, like I was saying, the Chargers were up uh, 11-0 at one point, and they lost the lead. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I believe that uh, Brandon Staley should just get fired at this point. This is, like I said, this is the f uh, five games that he've always, they've had a 11 or more, uh, 11 a point lead or more, and then they just lose it. I mean, I don't know what's going on with the Chargers, but the Chargers are not charging and they lost they lost they lost their juice last night and you know they got now they're all in two which uh actually had them winning the afc west not looking pretty good for the chargers at this point and then the titans they they went one and one like i said justin herbert he had 305 yards two touchdowns keenan allen he had 111 yards two touchdowns but overall i mean they the chargers were missing austin eckler that's their best running guy he usually has his, um, usually averages about 100 yards, a couple touchdowns. So, I mean, I guess you can say the Chargers were missing an important piece. But, I mean, overall, if you're up 11 or more and you blow the lead for some goddamn reason, you got to be looking, either you got to be looking at your players, your coach, somebody has to be blamed. But overall, this is a team. So, you, no, no, the team overall has to be blamed. But um, yeah, uh, Chargers Titans. That was a that was a that was an interesting overtime. Uh, Nick Folk had uh, he hit the game winner, had a forty-one yarder. Titans win. Just move on. It's only week two at this point. Another overtime thriller we had: the Seattle Seahawks and the Detroit Lions. Uh, the score for that one was 37-31. It was a actually a fun over. That was actually a fun game. I was actually keeping track with that game uh, yesterday along with the Packers the, along with the Packers game uh, Geno Smith he had a pretty pretty good game especially bounced back from last week he had 328 yards two touchdowns and then Jerry Goff on the other side he had 323 yards three touchdowns one interception uh, it was basically a game of hot potato they were just going back and forth both offenses were going back and forth uh, but at the end of the day, you know, Seattle won on that OT thriller. Uh, Tyler Lockett caught that touchdown. And then uh, it was funny because uh, one of the Lions players, C.J. Garner-Johnson, he was uh, hyping up, he was hyping up this uh, Lions, he was hyping up the Lions fans, you know, to wear like blue ski masks. And at one point, uh, there was so many like orders of blue ski masks that Amazon even did a public announcement. I think even reached the news at one point that they ran out of blue ski masks for some reason that they just ran out of blue ski masks and the Amazon didn't have no more blue ski masks. And I don't know what was the point of the whole ski mask situation, but it actually backfired on them because one of the Seahawks players, uh, they I think they somehow found a blue ski mask around and they just took it and they were at the at the end of the at the end of the game in the locker room. You, there's a video going on where all the Seahawks players um, are all celebrating, you know, obviously making fun of the Lions with a blue ski mask. So, I mean, 
like I said, it's the NFL. There's a lot. There's gonna be a lot of shit talking. A lot of, lot, you know, a lot of um, humor going around. You know, players between players, they like they like going at it at each other. They, it's, you know, it's a rough physical game. You know, everybody wants to win. Nobody wants to lose. Especially, especially you don't want to lose at home. But if you do something like that, you expect something to get backfired. Uh, but yeah, it was a pretty good game. Uh, Lions one and one, Seahawks one and one, which is pretty good for the Packers because uh, they didn't want to. They didn't. The Packers and the Lions are actually in first place, you know. And then you know, last place are the Vikings and the Bears. I mean, overall, the NFC the NFC North should be pretty interesting uh, throughout the throughout the middle of the middle of the season, maybe end of the season. So you know. But it's funny because everybody fantasy North lost. You know, Bears lost to the Bucks. Falcons beat the Packers. Seahawks beat the Lions, and then the Eagles beat the Vikings. So overall, I'm really not that mad um, that the Packers lost because we're just right there. We're, I mean, plus it's it's only week two, so I'm not really worried about um, I'm not really worried about where we stand right now. We just got to keep the momentum going. Then we go on to the next 12 o'clock game. Colts-Texans. Colts won, actually, that one, 31-20. Uh, Colts are 1-1. One one. Texans, not really shocking that they're 0-2, especially with a rookie quarterback, uh, C.J. Stroud. He was a number two pick uh, for this NFL season. And um, Anthony Richardson, he is looking pretty nice for the Colts quarterback. But, unfortunately, uh, after his second touchdown run, I guess he got like way too excited and he actually pulled something i believe from his thigh or his or his uh yeah i think it was i think he pulled something in his thigh that he had to leave so he left in the second quarter so then garner Minshew came in which is i forgot I, I honestly forgot that garner Minshew was still in the league but he's a nice backup to have in your in your um in your organization and uh, and luckily the colts have him Anthony Richardson ran for two touchdowns. Obviously, he got hurt. Minshew came in and saved the day. I mean, uh, the Texans really don't have much going on right now. They don't really have weapons on the wide receivers. They don't really have a good running back. Their offensive line is pretty, pretty fucking trash at one point. And then C.J. Stroud, you know, it's his rookie. It's a rookie in his second week of the NFL, of his NFL career. So you don't really expect much from C.J. Stroud. But he did put up some good numbers. He put up 384 yards, two touchdowns. But like I said, the Colts were a better team. Anthony Richardson ran for two. And then, um, yeah, they didn't. I don't really have much to say about the Colts and Texans. That's more of a, like a, Texans are more of like, like the bottom tier of teams, along with the Bears. You know, they're down there. But I believe at the uh, throughout the season, it's going to be the Jaguars and the Indianapolis Colts going at it. Who's going to win the division? Who's going to get in? I feel that the Colts might put up a fight in the middle of the season uh, with the Jags in that uh, AFC South division. But I still believe the Jaguars are still going to be jagging off with the, in the AFC South. So we'll see. And obviously, I already talked about the Bucks and the Bears. And then we're going to go on with the Giants. I mean, holy crap. That Giants and Cardinals game had me, like, nervous because I had put on a betting slip 
where I out like all my twelve o'clock games had hit, but now we go into the the, the three thirty games, and at one point the Giants were down twenty to zero in the sec and the and at halftime, but at one point the Giants were were getting were being the laughing stock uh, at the at the three o'clock games because uh, as you remember uh, the Giants lost forty to zero. On Sunday Night Football against the Cowboys, you know that was embarrassing loss that they had in New York, especially with the with with the weekend of you know of 9/11, then Rodgers going down, you know all that all that all that crap. You know the New York had New York New York City in general had had so much sadness, and then it was just sadness after sadness after sadness. So you know the Giants, I guess. I don't know. I don't know what type of drugs. I don't know what type of motivation they did in the locker room. But coming in the second half, they came back. They came back and actually won thirty-eight twenty-eight. But like that, that game was fucking wild. That that and there was actually two comebacks uh, on Sunday. Giants was one of them. I honestly did not expect the Giants to come back and win that because I actually had a personal bet on my own. Like I said, Daniel Jones, he threw for 321 yards, two touchdowns. Saquon Barkley, he had 63 yards, one touchdown. But unfortunately, at the end of the game, I believe there was only maybe like, uh, I really want to say like three, four minutes left. Saquon Barkley, he got hurt. He needed to, to get helped off from the medical staff. And, you know, breaking, and also, I had, also, I had already shared this uh, Monday around like maybe like noon or two-ish. Or two o'clock, uh, I put, I had posted on the Facebook um, page and an Instagram page that Saquon Barkley is going to be out for about three to four weeks. So you know, all them fantasy uh, managers that have Saquon Barkley, you're going to have to start looking for a running back or at least someone to help you out for the next four weeks. Uh, I unfortunately lost Aaron Jones, which is the pa uh, Packers running back. I didn't have no running back this this fantasy week so you know it's, it's I, I i feel it i feel uh, looking out for you know for some running backs you know that can possibly give you like a couple points obviously it's not going to give you like them 12 15 points that they give you but uh overall uh at halftime uh funny weird funny but weird fun fact the giants had been outscored 60 to 0 in the first six quarters of week one and half a week and week two going into halftime so uh, I, like i said i don't know what type of motivation maybe that motivated them to like come back and, you know fucking come back on the cardinals but also the cardinals don't really have much going on right now uh they got um josh joshua dobbs i believe the quarterback for the for the cardinals and obviously kyle murray's gonna be sidelined for the rest of the year um, I honestly don't know what's going to go on with Kyle Murray. They're actually their franchise quarterback that they've had for about five, four, five, six seasons, I believe. So I think they're going to be trying to tank on purpose to get Caleb Williams from USC. But there's all, but I mean, I don't know. The Cardinals are just weird. Their head coach is weird. Um, he'd be gaming some corny um, game speeches before the um, during the during the week during preseason, you know, the Cardinals are just a mess. I honestly believe the Cardinals might go zero six, 
0-17 actually. Um, but I don't know who's gonna who's gonna be the worst team: the Bears, the Cardinals, or the Texans. I don't know. It's gonna be one of those three. They're gonna be in the bottom. I actually feel that the Bears might be it, just because I hate the Bears. But you know, the Cardinals are just worse. And the team they're going against next week is just, you might as well just like skip to week four because week three is going to be a slaughterhouse for a couple teams. But yeah, like I said, uh, they, Giants, came, Giants came in the second half, shut up the haters, pulled off a win. It was a rusty win, but you know, if you take a win, now you got to go into week three with more confidence. Uh, but unfortunately for the Giants, their week three is this Thursday coming up in about today's Monday, so about three days. They lost Saquon Barkley for three to four weeks, so they play against the Niners. So, I mean, I'll talk about that right now once I'm done with all the all the NFL games, and I'll go into like little brief details about predictions and what who's who's gonna be out, who's who's gonna be uh, starting, you know. But yeah, uh, the next next game was uh, 49ers Rams. Uh, 49ers won 30 to 23. 49ers go up two and zero in the season. Rams are one and one. What a fucking game from Christian McCaffrey! 116 yards and a touchdown. Boy, that that motherfucker can run the damn ball. He is a fucking freight train coming right at you. But Jesus, he. That boy can run, and good thing he's getting paid about. I think he's getting paid twelve million a year. So you know he deserves those really twelve million because he's really uh, running the running the rock for the Niners. Uh, Brock Purdy, obviously you guys know him as Mister Relevant. He had two hundred eight yards. Matthew Stafford, he had three hundred seven yards, uh, one touchdown, and two picks. Um, I'm trying to. I'm gonna do my best to pronounce his name, because he's a rookie. He just can't. He's he's new to the league. His name is Puka Nakua, if I'm saying it right. Puka Nakua. It sounds weird. I think he's Hawaiian. I'm not really sure. Puka Nakua. That's a pretty funny name. He's actually um, he's actually going off. He has 147 yards. And then last week he had about a buck fifty, so you know he's getting pretty out there. You know he's trying to put his name out there. Obviously, you're trying to go into, you're trying to be, you're a rookie, trying to put your name out there, and you know this is the perfect time to put your name out there, especially with a quarterback like that, with like Matthew Stafford. It was a good, intense game from both sides, but obviously the 49ers overall they were just a better team, smarter team, and at one point they were just. Uh, triple teaming Aaron Donald, which Aaron Donald is like one of the best defensive uh, defensive uh, tackles, along with Chris Jones. Uh, you got T.J. Watt. Um, you got also the new um, Brokon Smith. You know all these good defensive uh, linemen and and uh, defensive tackles. But Aaron Donald, he is one scary ass motherfucker. That's for sure because. You don't want you don't want a, a, a twenty miles twenty to twenty five mile power three hundred pounder coming right at you, but it was a good thing that the Niners were smart about that triple tri- triple teaming Aaron Donald. Um, overall, like I, uh, like it's been for the past two three years ever since the Rams moved to LA, the attendance over there was majority 49ers fans. I mean, I honestly don't know. 
who who are actually Ram, real true Rams fans, especially when they won the Super Bowl two years ago. Was it two years ago? I believe it was two, two, three years ago. Oh well, it was that. Uh, I believe it was, it was during the COVID year. I believe it was 2020 when they. Uh, oh no, it was right before COVID had started. But um, yeah, the attendance was majority 49ers. And I know not many people know about gambling, just like how I do. I mean, I mean, I'm not a big expert about gambling, but the overall spread there. So each week, uh, teams are either favorites or underdogs. They usually put them at three points, four points. But those points in the gambling world are basically saying like, uh, let's just say, for an example, Bears Packers. Um, the Packers are favorite to win by more than three points, so that's why it's that's why when you see it see it um, in the gambling world, it says minus three. So obviously, so you're you're confident that the Packers are good, are going to win by more than three points. So that's that's what an overall spread is. And then on the opposite side, as for the underdog, they're going to be plus three points. So you so if you take the Packers minus three that's basically saying that they're gonna win by three or more but if you have it for the bears if you try to bet on the bears uh plus three is basically saying they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna lose but they're not gonna lose by more than three points so basically you have like a three point you have like an imaginary three points um to like to in, in in the gambling world so let's just say uh the the score is 30 to 28 and you had plus three on the bears you win because obviously 28 plus three is 31 so you technically won 31 to 30 even though the score was 28 to 30 but you chose the plus three for the bears that's just a little like pretty pretty example pretty self-explanatory uh example how the spread works so the spread for this game was was seven it was just seven overall and the game ended uh, 30 to 23, exactly at seven. And it was funny because um, Sean McVay, the the coach for the LA Rams, um, he only had like four or five seconds left, and he was at the 30, 40 yard field goal at the 40 yard uh, um, yarder. And instead of like you know just taking the taking the loss, 30 to 20, he actually like kicked the field goal, and then covered the spread that's that's basically saying because of the and the before the game had started um the rams were plus seven so like i said before um you have those free seven points to play with so if the so if the spread was seven and they and the final score of last night's game was 30 to 23 so they basically you know you're you break even it's basically a push so basically you know you just get your money back at that at that point if that happens, or unless you have seven and a half points, plus seven and a half. So you know that that point five can either hurt you or they can favor you. So whoever had seven and a half, uh, L.A. Rams, you guys got lucky because Sean McVay he looked out for the boys last night and he covered that spread, which I there's like you know there's rumors there's speculations out there that. Uh, these players and coaches know maybe they probably give like you know insider tips to their families friends 
you know, hey, like, you know, spread is this. I'm going to try and keep it, like, you know, close, see if you can win a couple bucks, you know, stuff like that. I mean, those are probably just conspiracy theories or you never know. Like, you never know. There's a lot of, like, like sneaky gamblers out there. You know, they're in the system of the sports world. So, you know, they get a little, they know about all this Vegas spreads and shit like that. At the end of the day, like, you know, they know they're not supposed to be doing that, especially since they're, the players and coaches cannot be gambling on their own teams or or on their own team, you know, because uh, I believe last year Calvin Ridley, he's a, a former Falcons, now plays for the Jacksonville Jaguars. He got caught uh, gambling. On, <laughs> it's funny because he got caught gambling because he was gambling on his own he's or against his team or favored, favoring for his team. But he got caught, obviously, because... When you and when you uh, when you sign up for gambling, they ask for your social security, and then uh, for eventually, if you start winning like you know huge amounts, you're gonna start owing taxes. I believe for gambling, if you hit like a big jackpot or something like that, I don't really know because I think the most I've won is probably like six, seven hundred dollars at one point. At last, I believe it was last year I won six, seven hundred dollars off a nice. $25 parlay, which is pretty good, but I'm actually br trying to break even right now. I have a, you know, I have a slip right now that I'm eager to check my phone, see if it won or not, because this week was a pretty good week for my gambling. Um, but yeah, um, then we go on to the next game, Jets-Cowboys. Cowboys are, sh I'm actually pretty, I'm not shocked, but I am surprised that the Cowboys are 2-0. And then overall, Jets, I mean, they lost 30 to 10 to the Cowboys. I really don't have nothing to say about the Jets right now because the Jets are just, they're just, I don't I really don't know. The Jets are just falling apart. Ever since uh, last night, last night, last week's uh, Monday Night Football game, Aaron Rodgers went down. Unfortunately, you know, that's my boy right there. Woo. Uh, Rodgers went down. He tore his Achilles. He tore his Achilles. If you don't know what the Achilles is, it's uh, it's it's where your legs at, and it's like a Achilles tendon that uh, connects the knee to the to the foot. And he basically, you know, it it ruptured. It like, and you, there's actually a video out there how when he's like, you know, getting when he's sliding his foot on the turf, you actually can see the tendon just, you know, snap in half. Which is a pretty ugly injury because you know it takes you out for the whole season. You got to take about eight to ten months of recovery time. You know you got to get surgery right away because if you wait on it too long, you know it could like get infected or shit even worse. Probably probably won't have a leg at one point. But yeah, the Jets the Jets are not looking so good right now. Uh, they got Zach Wilson at quarterback. They weren't really he was. Him and the Jets organization were not prepared for the Zach Wilson to be the starting quarterback for the rest of the season. I mean, at, at this point, the Jets are just going to have to say, like, they're going to have to say how many holy, uh, holy Marys and mothers of gods, whatever they got to do to win a game with Zach Wilson. But it's not looking pretty good. And the Cowboys, the Cowboys defense is just fucking they're just ripping apart 
uh, teams right now, especially Michael Parsons. Uh, they could maybe be Super Bowl contenders, but I don't know. It's, it's the Cowboys. It's it's funny making it's funny making fun of the Cowboys because they're very hyped up in the in the in the in the summer. You know, just like I believe one of our episodes, we showed like you know the the cycle with the with the Cowboys. You know, they're actually right here where they're like they're Super Bowl contenders, and eventually, you know, they're just gonna follow the same old Cowboy circle. So you know, I'm just I'm just waiting for them. For, I'm just waiting for that downfall uh, for the Cowboys. But they got a they got an easy game next week, so uh, they'll probably be going three and zero. So who knows? Who knows how? If who knows how the Cowboys are gonna be this season? But right now they've been they've been whooping that New York ass. They whooped the Giants forty to zero, and now they beat the Jets. Both the New York Jets thirty to ten. You know, that's about seventy points for both New York teams, which is which is pretty fucking awesome. And then we got two more games to cover up. Another another um, comeback thriller, the Commanders, two and zero. Nobody expected the Commanders to be two and zero right now, especially with the um, with the quarterback they have and and the receiver that they have, especially with Terry McLaurin not being a hundred percent. But overall, the Commanders' defense was picking up the pace last week and this week too. They came back and beat the Broncos thirty five to thirty three. They were down at one point, twenty-one eleven, and the Broncos choked it at the end. Uh, at the, I was actually they uh, after the Cowboys Jets game, they had they went the CBS turn to the Commanders Broncos game because it was getting interesting at the end. Uh, Russell Wilson had thrown like a sixty or seventy yarder hail mary. It's funny because it bounced off like four different players. And then just that it just just got the just it just bounced off somebody's helmet or somebody's arm I believe, and Marac and luckily there was one dude catching it at the end zone, and that that put them up 33. But they still needed to put the two point conversion, uh, but to send it to overtime. But unfortunately they didn't get it, which it's pretty funny because it's funny seeing Russell Wilson losing like that because. The caliber of quarterback he 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 was a good caliber quarterback when he when he won the Super Bowl, but ever since he lost that Super Bowl against the Patriots, you know that one the that one Super Bowl where he threw the he threw the pass instead of running at the one yard line when it got where it got intercepted. I believe ever since that, that's when Russell Wilson's career just went down and down and down. And now it's pretty going to be reaching all the way to the bottom. Especially after losing the Commanders. Uh, I really don't have much to say about the Broncos. They're just, they're just a big laughing stock at this point. Especially, uh, especially Sean Payton. Actually, uh, Sean Payton, actually, he was the New Orleans coach uh, when Drew Brees was there. He actually won a Super Bowl over there. He uh, he. St- he uh, stepped back from coaching for about, I want to say, like a good four years. About three to four years, he came back. Uh, he was talking shit about the former uh, Broncos coach, 
and you know and he was not really being that you know he wasn't being humble as a you know as a veteran coach as he should be he was talking shit about the of the previous uh broncos head coach nathaniel hackett uh saying that oh nathaniel hackett was you know was pretty trash he didn't know what he was doing you know this and that you know it's just like just it was a, it was basically a, like a low blow to a to another coach you know when you're coaches you know you don't really low blow another coach that's that's like that's 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 pretty low especially for Sean Payton especially the history and the type of coach he is he really should have been doing that but it bit him in it it bit him in the ass because they were comparing the stats of Nathaniel Hackett his first two games his first three games I'm sorry his first three games and he went two and one. And Sean Payton's 0-2, and, and he was talking all that, all that shit, uh, in the summer, and now he's looking at 0-2, which you know it backfired on him. But, uh, yeah, and then it's funny because, uh, we I started this little like thing with Jesus. I just want a quick shout out Jesus from 24K, you know shout out no free shout out for uh, 24k promotions out there uh i had texted jesus uh saturday night because uh i was bored at my gigs so and i was just looking at you know at the gambling world you know how well was the lines well you know i was doing all this like just to like pass time so i hit up jesus uh, around like 6 7 p.m and i told him like hey bro um you want to bet tomorrow and he's like, sure, what game? And I told him, like, uh, Commanders Broncos, give me the Commanders. I got him at the upset. And unfortunately, he did. after that, he did not enter back. He didn't even open it. And, we, uh, yeah, because I got, I, got le- I got left delivered because I hit him up on Snapchat. And when I saw that the Broncos were down, I was like, damn, like, I should have never, like, I should, I'm, I'm, I was thinking to myself, like, damn, like, I'm lucky that Jesus didn't, like, you know, answer because the Broncos were down. But during, when I was watching the Giants and the Cardinals game, along with the Cowboys and Jets game, that's when I was seeing that the Commanders were coming back and back and back. Ended up winning 35-33. And then I called him. I was blowing up his phone. I was texting him. I told him, bro, I told you the Commanders were going to win. Like, you're so, yeah, I told him, you're so freaking lucky that, you didn't say, okay, let's, how much are we going to wager? And then he texted me. He's like, bro, like, he's like, fucking Russell Wilson messed up my parlay. I could have I won $500. I told him, bro, I told you so. And, but um, each, usually each week, I like looking at, like, potential matchups that, that you know, that um, the teams that you think that they don't have a chance against a good team there's always that one or two teams each week that you think like no this team is not going to beat this team and unfortunately sometimes sometimes they get lucky and do they do beat the team and that's how vegas gets you and that's how the gambling world gets you because you you believe that each week each week that the favorites are going to win all the time but uh, you know you just got to catch them catch them slip up one week and boom you can Possibly make twenty dollars into a hundred dollars, you know, or a hundred dollars to a thousand, you know, depending how much you can afford, you know. Obviously, you, obviously, you gotta bet uh, responsibly. Don't be over here wasting your your rent 
on on the gambling world because it can it that can bite you in the ass. But hope I'm a I'm gonna see I'm gonna see during the week, maybe around like Friday Saturday, see which game I like. I'll probably hit up Jesus again, seeing how much we want to wager. We usually wager around like 100, 200 bucks. Last year I believe I beat him two I beat him two times, but he beat me in the Super Bowl. So we kind of broke we kind of broke even on that on that perspective. But I was I was willing to bet 2 to 300 on the Commanders. And I I know listeners out there your people are like, "What the heck? Like, why would you put so much money on the Commanders?" Uh, you you it's just that feeling I know it's like okay like the the Broncos are 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 freaking they're freaking you know they suck Russell Wilson's not him I believe the commanders can make it an interesting game but like I said they were down they were down pretty big they were down 21 11 at one point and I had uh, you know what screw it I, I guess I was wrong but you know the commanders proved me wrong at the end and came back and win. Uh, it was pretty. It was a pretty intense game. And then uh, last game, uh, Sunday night football. It was uh, Dolphins and Patriots. Dolphins won twenty four seventeen. Dolphins go up two and zero, and Patriots go zero and two. I mean, at this point, just overall dominance about the Miami Dolphins, uh, especially with that uh, dynamic duo with Tua and Tyreek Hill. Cause, oof, those boys—they're putting out video game numbers. Like, I'm talking about insane numbers, especially week one, uh, when Tua had 466 yards and like four touchdowns, I believe, and Tyreek Hill had like 225 yards and two touchdowns. They were just—they're just putting out video game numbers at this point. Obviously, that wasn't actually like they kind of notched it down a little bit. But, I mean, Tua had a pretty good game. He had 249 yards, one touchdown. Uh, Raheem Mostert, the running, the running back for the Dolphins, he had a pretty good, he had an awesome game. He had 121 yards, two touchdowns. Uh, those two touchdowns came from Raheem Mostert. And then one touchdown came from Tyree Kill. And then at the end of the day, uh, I believe after the, after the half, that's when the Dolphins were kind of like, you know, we're like kind of stepping back and just having defense. That's because the eventually the Patriots were down 17 to 10 at one point at halftime. Oh no, yeah, 17 to 10 at, at one point at halftime, you know, the Patriots were going to try and like creep up and maybe take the win. But I mean, at the end of the day, like the Dolphins have the better defense, they have the better players, you know. Obviously, Mac Jones, he had an okay game. He had 231 yards, one touchdown, and one interception. And then at the end, as I was watching that game with my, with my brothers, uh, at the end of the game, um, they were trying to uh, march down the field because, you know, it was only a one-score game. It was 21-17. 24-17 was the final score. Uh, they, I think they had, like, about 45 seconds, for, like 45, 50 seconds until the game had ended and they were really marching down the field and then at one point i think mac jones had just thrown it um i forgot who he threw it to but then he tried to lateral uh he tried to lateral the ball uh just a quick uh quick um uh how can you call it quick explanation what a lateral is so a lateral 
a lateral play is obviously when the when the player is going forward, but you have to throw it backwards and or to yeah, it has to be at least five yards backwards, and you could pass it to the next player, and then you, you it's basically a game of hot potato. So the the if you get like open field, you can run it, and if you see like people coming at you, you can just lateral back to another player that you possibly think that are wide open. You know, I've seen some weird. So I've seen some interesting lateral lateral plays that eventually turn to touchdowns, you know, and they win the game. Uh, but yeah, I mean, the Dolphins are 2-0. I did not think the Dolphins were going to be 2-0. I actually thought the Jets were going to be 2-0 with Rodgers, but, you know, Rodgers is out. He's out for the season. And then the Buffalo Bills, they're 1-1, one one, you know. It, like I said, like, you, like, everybody thinks that uh, all these favorite teams are going to be like favorites again the following year. But like I said, it's a new year, new season. You know, players are, man, uh, these players are more motivated. Uh, maybe they've hit the gym. Maybe, I don't know. But you just can't expect the favorites to win week by week and be dominance for years and years and years. You know, they're going to slip up eventually. Um and, you know, there's going to be those those little teams that you think they don't have chances and they're they're going to rise up. And, you know, obviously the ones who are um, shocking the world right now are the Commanders, uh, the Cowboys. They're, they're, uh, the Commanders are undefeated. The Cowboys are undefeated. Uh, the Dolphins are undefeated. Uh, the Baltimore is also undefeated 2-0. Atlanta is 2-0. And I believe, I believe that is, oh, the 49ers are also 2-0. The Buccaneers are also 2-0. I didn't expect the Buccaneers to be 2-0. And I believe that's the only... On the Ravens. Oh, I said Ravens. Yep. So about six, seven teams are still 2-0. I mean, obviously, it's not really the panic right now. It's only week two. It's just, if you're a fan, if you're a fan base, and it's you're in week eight, week nine, and you only have like three, four wins, then yeah, I would suggest you hit the panic button, you know start realizing that yeah you're not going to make the playoffs this year or maybe can make sneak into the wild card and you know hopefully like hopefully some team slips up because uh like i say like you don't really know a uh, team is gonna be good or not until like week eight week nine that's when you start to know like okay is my team good enough to make the playoffs to be you know to compete against the big boys you know just like the, the like for example, the Chiefs, the Bengals, the Bills, uh, you know, the Eagles, the Cowboys, uh, the Vikings, the Packers, you know, just give just uh, the Niners, just you know, examples like that. So you start to learn about week eight, week nine, where you're really at in the season. If if you're just gonna be uh, just fighting for for draft picks, for if you're just gonna if you're gonna be fighting for the draft order. So obviously the draft order works. Uh, the lowest teams get the highest seed, and you know, the higher teams, like the winning record teams, you know, they get a higher draft uh, order seed. So it's like it all depends what you're trying to. What are you, what are you looking at? You're trying to like rebuild your team, or you're trying to win. You're trying to win the Super Bowl. I mean, all every team is different. Obviously, right now um, the favorites to win a Super Bowl, obviously. Uh, the Bills, the Chiefs. Um, Chiefs are always favorite. 
uh, the Bengals, Niners, Cowboys, you know, those are just examples of teams that are projected to win it. Uh, every, like, you know, each season, each season, all these analysts saying that, oh, yeah, like, Niners might win it this year or the Chiefs are going to win it this year. But like I said, each year is different. You, it's not really, you, you can't really tell who's going to be in the Super Bowl this year, which is going to be pretty exciting because the Super Bowl is going to be in Vegas this year. So hopefully, you know, uh, hopefully, like one of the one day in a couple years, you know, we'll be out there at the Super Bowl, which which will be pretty fucking pretty fucking cool. And yeah, that's uh week two, uh week two uh um uh, week two analysis, uh, just breaking down each week. Uh, of unfortunately, Manny's gonna be out for a couple weeks. Uh, he had some personal issues he had to take care of, so I'm gonna do my best to like uh to find someone to cover me i do have someone to help me cover uh, a good friend of mine uh but if not you know if he can't make it then you know i'll um i'll be doing most of the talking and then you'll be seeing me probably alone for the next couple weeks but i mean it's all good because i am i'm i'm ready for the i'm ready for the job hopefully i get hopefully i get a little pay raise from uh, OCMG, since I'm going to be doing all the heavy lifting. <laughs> you got it. But yeah, um, uh, since it's football season, I'm going to be talking about more football, uh, overall football. But, uh, baseball is about uh, underway of finishing the season. Uh, just quick shout out to all the teams that have already clinched their divisions, the LA Dodgers. Uh, they won the they won the West and NL West. Uh, Tampa Bay also, uh, the Tampa Bay Rays also clinched the playoffs. Uh, the Baltimore Ravens have oh no sorry the Baltimore Orioles have already clinched. And there's like throughout these there's only like 12, 13 games left in the season, so they're gonna start like clinching their playoffs and you know they're gonna start getting ready for the postseason in October. Well, that's where all the fun starts because because all the top tier teams of the of the MLB are going to be going at it to see who goes to the World Series. And then just a quick recap about the Cubs. I am actually I'm very disappointed in you, Jake. Very very disappointed in you, especially you and the Cubs. They've been they've been pretty playing like shit these past couple of weeks. These past couple of two weeks. They've actually not been pretty good. And then on the flip side, uh, I kind of want to say it like, like they're get, they got, I guess they got cocky uh, about a week ago that the Cubs were already selling uh, playoff tickets. And when the playoff, we haven't even secured the playoff, you know, the playoff spot. And the Cubs, Cubs organization was already selling tickets for the postseason. It's like, it's like, what are you guys doing? We're like, we're not even secured yet. They thought they were so confident they're going to make the playoffs. Now we're in danger to be losing that last playoff spot. Because I believe it's three teams that go on to, to, the, to the wild card game. And right now, how we've been looking, we've been looking like pretty like dog shit. We've been, I think we're on a five-game losing streak right now. Uh, I think they're back tomorrow, uh, Tuesday, I, here at Wrigley against the Pirates. I mean, if you're, if we can't even, if at this point, if we're gonna be like playing like shit, we just, we should not, 
we should not go to the playoffs because if we're just going to be embarrassed in the playoffs at at this point, and if they are going to be if they are going to grow some balls and actually you know try and win, then they got to come and start swinging the bats. But we haven't even we've we've I think we've only been averaging like three to four runs uh, for the past past couple week uh, week and a half. I think you know you're not going to be beating teams like the Braves, the Dodgers. Uh, the Phillies with just three, four runs. No, you gotta be putting up eight, nine runs because, like, uh, on their teams, they have big power hitters. And if you're gonna, if you're only gonna be putting four runs, you should just not go to the playoffs and just say it was the embarrassment. Cause this whole city with sports is just being embarrassed. First of all, with the White Sox, they're they're complete dog crap. They're actually, and it's funny because now the White Sox are selling their tickets for one dollar. If anyone wants to catch a cheap, if anyone wants to pick up their quarters from un, under the sofa and want to go to the Sox game, there you go. You could go for you could go watch the Sox for one dollar now. Um, and then the Bears, they're going on twelve game losing streak uh, since October. You know, that's that's another Chicago team that's pretty bad. Uh, the Bulls, the Bulls aren't making no no trades for higher players, so. They're probably projected to be bad. That's another Chicago team that's bad. And the Chicago Blackhawks, uh, they just lost most of their uh, players that they won the Stanley Cup playoffs these past couple eight seasons with Jonathan Toes. And, you know, all these players are all leaving. They're getting old. You know, they're starting to rebuild. So Blackhawks may be looking at a bad season, too. And then who else do you have? Oh, and then the Cubs. The Cubs are just disappointing at this point. So... I don't know what's going on with Chicago sports teams in this city, but they got to start, they got to, one of these teams have to like, you know, cover their, cover for the rest of the teams because at this point, no Chicago team is doing anything at all. And, you know, this, obviously I, I, the only team I go for in Chicago is the Cubs. So, you know, I don't really care about the rest of the teams. I can care less. But the Cubs, I really do care about the Cubs and, you know, I want to see another World Series win, just like how we did in 2016. Uh, but yeah, that's that's all I got for baseball. And then we'll be uh, we'll be going on with week three predictions. And after three weeks, we'll go with my we'll go with the pet peeves. And unfortunately, I can't I can't do lottery ball. Well, I can't do I can't be doing lottery ball because I'm just gonna be playing by myself. Uh, yeah, didn't. <laughs> Whoa, pause. <laughs> Whoa, pause. I didn't mean it like that. Uh, unless Jakey wants to, like, you know, pull a number, but, you know, that's going to be pretty weird, me talking to a doll. But, uh, yeah, uh, uh, we'll do week three predictions, pet peeves, and we'll be shouting out uh, a couple of our sponsor friends that we out there, and then we'll be finishing this episode. Uh, week three predictions. Uh, this Thursday night, we got Giants and 49ers. Uh, my overall, uh, oh, oh, before I start going into a week, before I start going to my predictions for the next week, I'm going to do my very best to not be biased and not, not just pick favorites. I'm, I'm going to break down a little bit how I see it on both sides. And I'm just going to give my overall opinion. Obviously, uh, any, any listeners, uh, listening to this, don't be, don't take this as financial advice saying like, oh, like. Javi said that 
the Bears are going to lose or Bears are going to win this this week. Like, no. Like, this is just my overall opinion. I don't, I don't, I'm not here to give financial advice to anybody. So I just want to remind everybody before you guys start gambling or, you know, placing bets, you know. I'm just here for my overall opinion, what I think, you know. But like I said, this is just, don't be taking it as financial advice because I don't want to be, I don't want to have like 30, 30 motherfuckers at my house saying like, hey, you owe me some money because you said on your podcast. I'm like, no, no, no. That was just my own opinion. But uh, we'll be going on with uh, Thursday Night Football, uh, starting off with the Giants and Niners. Niners home game, first home game. Uh, like how the Niners been playing, I say the Niners blow out the Giants. Uh, Giants have no safe on Barkley. Uh, Giants really don't have that wide receiver core. Uh, it's just going to be Daniel Jones just be throwing it at probably Darren Waller at this point. But uh, I see the 49ers winning about, I would say, about 7, 10 points maybe. Like I said, don't be taking this as financial advice. This is just my own opinion. And then we'll be going out the 12 o'clock game, Saints-Packers. Obviously, I'm a big Packers fan. I'm always going to be rooting for the Packers. But if I see a game that the Packers, that I think they won't win, I'll, I'll be I'll be. Uh, in the podcast, I'll be like, you know, saying like, yeah, they're not going to win. But, you know, I'm a big fan of the Packers, so I know that I will always want to see them win. Uh, the Saints go to Green Bay. It's going to be Jordan Love's uh, first home career, his first home game as a, as a NFL starter. So that should be pretty good. I know the, all the media is going to be on the attention in Green Bay this week since Jordan Love's going to be debuting at home. But it's the Saints. I feel like we can probably probably sneak in sneak in a win, go up to two and one. I mean, I do. Uh, our what sucks about uh, the Packers is that we have a couple of players that are injured, and you know it's it's gonna be tough because now we're gonna have to rely on the sec on the rookies, you know, the second stringers, you know. But I believe overall, I think the Packers might win by at least like three points, maybe maybe five. Seven is too much. I would say just three points. I say probably like a field goal game, just like how the Atlanta game when they only lost by one. Uh, the next game's Colts and the Ravens. Um, at this point, I think Anthony Richardson, uh, I don't know what's his status update uh, for the week. I know they're going to try and get him out there. If not, it's, well, it'll, probably be, uh, it'll probably be a Garner Minshew at quarterback against the Ravens. The Ravens are pretty looking nice. Uh, they're two and zero. Lamar's looking, looking like, looking like Lamar. Probably MVP, maybe MVP talks with Lamar. Uh, I say Ravens take this, take this game. Probably it's good. they're at, they're at Baltimore. I say the Ravens take this one. Uh, next game we got is the Titans and the Browns. That's a weird. That's a weird game. Uh, Titans Browns. Um, yeah, just Ryan Tannehill with David with uh, Derrick Henry against Nick Chubb and Deshaun Watson. Uh, I don't know the status update on Amari Cooper. I know he's not playing tonight against the Steelers. Uh, if Deshaun Watson can probably get Amari Cooper back, I would say maybe I would lean with the Browns. But I wouldn't be surprised if the Titans uh, 
upset the Browns, maybe like on a late field goal, just like how they did, just like how they did against the Chargers. But in my overall opinion, uh, I would go with the Browns uh, this week. And then the next game, uh, Broncos Dolphins. I'm not. I'm not even gonna talk about the Broncos. Just give me Dolphins all the way. So screw the screw Russell Wilson. He should just retire already. Uh, next game we got is Panthers uh, Seahawks. Um, Panthers. Panthers are actually struggling right now, especially with uh, with Bryce Young. Uh, you know, the overall number one pick. Uh, his offensive line's not looking pretty good. Um, before the episode, um, I just saw that Jamal, that, um, was it Jamal Williams? No. And I forget who was the running back for, oh, no, no, Jamal plays for the Saints. No, sorry about that. Uh, yeah, no, I don't really, I don't really see the Panthers beating the Seahawks, especially because the Panthers have to go to Seattle. Um, that's a big, that's a big, um, how can I say it? That audience is way too loud. It's going to be too hyped up. It's, they're going to be at home Seattle. I say Seattle sneaks in that win uh, next week. I would say maybe like, man, they'll probably win by like a touchdown, maybe 10, depending on how the Seahawks are going to be playing. If they played against, if they played good against the Lions in that overtime thriller that they beat, that they went on the road. So I feel like they should have some pretty good confidence uh, coming, in, coming in with the Panthers coming in town. And then uh, Patriots Jets, uh, uh, yikes! Uh, I don't know. I uh, I feel like the Patriots might beat the Jets. Uh, like I said, no Aaron Rodgers. Uh, I saw yesterday at the Cowboys game. With the, um, I saw a couple of Jets players were getting hurt left and right. I mean, it's just a big disaster in New York right now, especially especially with all the media attention going on with the Jets. I say the Patriots. I see the Patriots winning this. They'll probably, they'll probably get their first win of the season. And the Jets, the Jets have to figure something out because if you're down one and two going into week four and then it's not looking pretty good, and especially with all these um, primetime games. So just a quick example, uh, explanation of what a primetime game is. So a primetime game is uh, any, any game that's 3 o'clock or 7 o'clock or even Monday Night Football, those are called primetime games. So, you know, only the, like the top-tier teams get the, get the, um, they get the advantage of playing primetime games, uh, just like the Chiefs, like the Bills, uh, the Packers, the Vikings, you know. You know, teams like those, they get, they get the, that privilege to be on primetime. So the primetime is basically like, when basically like there's that that game is specifically focused for the majority of the U.S. Um, it's gonna be on national TV like CBS, NBC, uh, ESPN, you know, wherever they whatever primetime game they have. So uh, yeah, I see the Patriots winning this one, and then the next one, Bills Commanders. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if I should ride the Commanders again. I don't know if I should hit up Jesus. To like, hey, I got the Commanders. What's up? Like, you got the Bills, which is actually funny because the Bills are actually heavy favorite to beat the Commanders. But they're gonna be, uh, they're be going, they're going to Maryland. They're gonna be at the Commander Stadium. I mean, maybe the Commanders can pull it off. Not so sure. Uh, this game, I personally might 
put in a little couple, I might put in a couple dollars on the commanders. Don't take this as advice. Maybe the, maybe the bills can come in and kill them, like murder the commanders. But, you know, like I said, each season is different. You don't know how these teams are going to be playing. But I'll take the commanders on this one personally. Uh, next game going on, Falcons versus Lions. Um, the Falcons are looking pretty good, especially the B. John Robinson, uh, that, uh, that running back. I, had, I believe I mentioned that. Uh, one of the previous episodes that he was gonna look pretty good. Um, I would say uh, I would say Lions. I say they 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 bounce back from that overtime loss against Seattle. I say the Lions. I say yeah. I I'll go with the Lions on this one. Uh, next game we got going on is Texans Jaguars. Um, yeah, I, I'm gonna be jagging off with the Jags this this Sunday. So it's gonna be a lot of jag offs. I'll be going with the Jags on this one. Uh, Chargers-Vikings. This one's actually a pretty ugly game because both teams are 0-2. But uh, it's going to be in Minnesota. Um, oof. I, actually, I, I honestly feel this game might go to overtime, maybe, because both quarterbacks are pretty good, Justin Herbert and um, Kirk Cousins. Especially with Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, and you know Justin Jefferson and Alexander Madison, I can see this game going on a shootout, a big high-scoring game. But I mean, at the end of the day, it's whoever's going to have the better defense. And I feel like the Chargers have, on paper, they have the better defense. But you know, you never know. So I'll be going with the Chargers with this one. They'll probably be the Vikings are going 0-3. And then uh, we got another. We got a big uh, slaughter, slaughterhouse game of the week. The Cowboys are going to the Arizona Cardinals. I personally think the Cowboys might blow the fuck out of the Cardinals. I say they blow them out by at least by like, I would say like thirty to seven, just like how they did with the Jets. I believe they put up another thirty pointers against another, you know, bottom tier team. I mean, I'm just going to go with the Cowgirls at this point. And then the next Slaughterhouse game of the week, the Bears are going to Kansas City. And you do not want to play Mahomes in Kansas City because he will be he will rip you apart. And the funny thing is about little quick quick fun fact is that the Bears actually traded um I believe they traded down uh, draft picks in 2018, or to, I believe it was 2016 or 2018. I forgot. It was one of one of those two years that they passed on Patrick Mahomes. So imagine, imagine Patrick Mahomes as a Chicago Bear. Just, just imagine what the Bears could have been if they had Mahomes. If they if they would have not traded uh, drafted Mitch Trubisky. I say the Chiefs blow out the Bears. I would say like a good like. Maybe 40 to 20, maybe. Maybe the Bears don't get no points on next Sunday. I mean, Bears are probably looking at 0-3. Uh, Sunday Night Football, we got Steelers-Raiders. That should be an interesting game. It's going to be in Vegas. Uh, Raiders' first uh, home game of the season. I would say maybe, well, with Devontae Adams probably out. Hell, I don't know how his inj- what's the injury update on him for this week. 
I say maybe the Steelers come in and come into Las Vegas and you know probably beat them by like a touchdown, maybe a couple field goals. Uh, yeah, I'll be riding with the Steelers this week. And then we got two double headers from Monday Night Football again. We got the Eagles and the Buccaneers. Eagles, uh, these past two weeks, the Eagles, uh, they've been looking, their offense isn't looking that Super Bowl con like how they were last year when they were, you know, killing teams. I say the Eagles pull off another ugly win against the Buccaneers on Monday Night Football. And my prediction will probably be like maybe 35 to 30. It'll probably be like a little, it'll probably go, probably go down the wire. I see the Eagles pulling it off like in the last couple minutes or so. And then we got the LA Rams going to Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, like I said, like the Bengals, the second, second consecutive year that they start 0-2. And then, like I said, like just miraculously, they just start winning and winning and winning. I feel like the Bengals bounce back uh, next Monday and they get their first win of the season. So, yeah. Uh, and also, um, uh, uh, every Thursday around like 5, 6 o'clock, um, me and Manny, we're going to be like uh, choosing the winners or like who, do, who we think they're going to be winning each week. So you can look out for that on the Facebook post. Um, I got to send Manny the, the week three, uh, schedule and we just basically pick the winners and then we just, we just show our, you know, our opinion or we predict who do we think they're going to win. I think, um, I know I got to check who's actually like, who's actually doing pretty good. I know week one, uh, I believe week one, I beat him a couple games. He had, I had a couple upsets, uh, week two, I got to. I gotta double check on that week too, but I'm we're just it's just like a little game we're gonna be playing just between me and Manny. But I mean if also if people wanna get involved with that, you know, they can just let me know and be like, hey, I I know I wanna get in. Or you can comment on our Facebook post and be like saying like, hey, like uh, I don't know, throw some gambling advice or something. But like I said, we'll be doing that each week. We'll be like choosing the we'll be choosing our predictions, you know. Like I said, we're not we're not professional analysts we don't really like we this is our just our based opinion about who do we think that's going to win obviously there's always upsets um we really can't predict the upset uh i think the only upset that i like um for this game maybe the titans beat the browns that's pretty a nice upset uh steelers beating the raiders another nice uh, i i think my game of the week the upset will probably be the Chargers going into Minnesota and beating the Vikings. I feel that's a nice, nice, pretty upset of the week. Like I said, there's always there's always one or two upsets each week, but I'm gonna be riding with the Chargers as my upset with the Vikings. So yeah, that's it for NFL. Uh, we're going to our last segment uh, before we end this episode. Uh, before we end this episode, I want to shout out again OCMG in the back. We're gonna be uh, we're gonna be editing this whole week. We're gonna be putting in them hours. We're gonna be sleeping till four in the morning, trying to get all these videos up. Uh, we're gonna be doing our best to get them on, on Apple Podcasts too, so that way people can start listening to uh, listening when you're going to the gym. You know, trying to trying to waste some time at the office 
or you just don't want to hear your boyfriend or girlfriend uh, arguing, so you just plug in that you know that AirPod in, and you're just listening to us while you're getting while you're getting bitched at for some reason. Uh, but yeah, we will be uploading that pretty soon. Hopefully this week, we can hopefully the next week or two we'll be getting all the episodes in, so you guys can catch up. Also on the YouTube page. Uh, remember, um, we're also gonna be raffling uh, one of our one of our tournament soccer jerseys. So look out for that during the week. Uh, I'm gonna be more socially active on the Instagram page, and be I'll be running that more and more and more. Uh, just look out for any posts, any uh, funny videos we're gonna be uploading. Uh, I'm gonna do my best to like you know get that Instagram um, page you know actually work so we get our, so we get followers. I know Facebook is the one where we have majority of the followers. So I want all those followers from Facebook going in onto Instagram because we we want to get our numbers up and we won't we can only do that for the help of the audience, which is you guys. So. I, hopefully that you guys can like, share, and subscribe to the podcast. And before we end this episode, we're going to go on with the pet peeve of the week. Um, I feel like my pet peeves are always the same. It's always about fucking traffic. always about all these nasty drivers around. Um, uh, I didn't... I don't know. I, have a, I haven't had a pet peeve in a week. Huh. I'm trying to think of a good pet peeve. Um, how about you, Juancho? Do you have any pet peeves that you want to share with the audience? I have a lot of pet peeves. Just throw me one. Um, I guess one that happened recently is that when you schedule someone to come uh, do a recording or do whatever, mm-hmm. and we're like, okay, tomorrow at so-and-so time. Mm-hmm. Then tomorrow comes, <laughs> and then they're like, oh, well, you never confirmed. You, you never said it was for real, for real. Like, oh, my God. Jesus Christ, that's a big pet peeve. Shout out Manny for that one. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but yeah, uh, pet peeve. Um, shit, the fucking Cubs—they're a pet peeve right now. They're pissing me off. Playing like playing like fucking pussies out there. That's my pet peeve. Oh, and also, I—I uh, I don't know why, but I'm zero five watching the Cubs. Like, I saw him lose. I haven't seen him win. That's my pet peeve of the week. I, I, I want to see wins. How, how is it that, how is it that I, I go see him lose, and the next day they win? Come on, come on man. That was, they're just fucking with me. Uh, they're just fucking with me with that one. But, uh, yeah. Um, before, we end this ep- before we end this episode, remember, share, like, and subscribe to the podcast. Remember, another shout-out to... Compa Juancho in the background with the cameras, OCMG. Stay beautiful, Chicago, Compa Shorty. And remember, if you're not following Hot Sports Podcast, then what the fuck you're doing, baby? Woo! Damn!